Colleagues, welcome back to the office. It's Steve and welcome to the CPE Today podcast. We're going to get started with our podcast presentation here just in a moment. But before we do, I'd like to share some insight on how you can receive credit for watching today's presentation. There are two options. You can either watch live as it's being recorded through Zoom, more on that here in a moment, or you could be watching or listening on demand wherever you happen to receive content. We distribute our show through YouTube, SoundCloud, Facebook, our website, and many other places. Now, if you happen to be watching on demand on your own schedule, after watching or listening to today's class, head on over to cpetoday.com and locate today's course page. Uh, you can find our course code by looking at the footer of the presentation to see the link presented there. And it will also be mentioned throughout the presentation on multiple occasions. After com purchasing today's class, you'll complete a short five question quiz on what was discussed in today's presentation. And upon passing that your certificate for your CPE credits will be automatically generated and available for download. In addition to your purchase, you can also download copies of today's presentation, learning materials. You can ask the presenter questions and more. Now, if you happen to be watching live as it's being recorded through Zoom, your attendance will be confirmed through attendance prompts, which will occur every 12 to 20 minutes and approximately four per hour. They'll pop up automatically. And when a prompt comes up, please choose a response to confirm your attendance. It doesn't actually matter what you choose as long as you choose something as your response will confirm your engagement with our presentation. Attendance prompts might not be announced, so please keep an eye out for them. Now, as long as you've com uh, completed at least 75% of the attendance prompts, you will receive full credit for our presentation. Your completion certificate will be delivered to you by email within two business days of the event. You can always visit cpetoday.com if you have any questions or issues with your certificate. After our presentation today, we'd love to know what you think. Uh, there will be a course evaluation that will automatically pop up. It should take you anywhere from one to three minutes to complete, and your feedback will be used to help us produce better content in the future. Now, if you have any questions or comments throughout the presentation, we'd love to know what they are. Please use the chat or the Q&A functionality to let us know what you think, or if you have any questions on the materials that are being presented. Also, please feel free to share your experience, knowledge, and insight with the class. If you have any technical issues, you can also use that functionality to ask for help. You can always find great content at cpetoday.com. We have a variety of self-study and live courses from all topics, accounting, audit, personal development, Excel, QuickBooks, and more, you name it. Check out cpetoday.com. And the CPE Today podcast is made available Tuesdays and Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific. And you can always find great content being discussed in that podcast every single week. If you happen to be a new user, listener, viewer of the CPE Today podcast, thank you so much for coming. Welcome. We're ecstatic and happy to have you. How about you get a free credit on us? Use coupon code ONEFREEPODCAST at checkout to get a free credit for today's class. We're going to go ahead and get started with our presentation here in the podcast today. Thank you so much for being here and enjoy our presentation. Colleagues, welcome back to the office and to our closing keynote for this conference. This is K2's team's top tech productivity tips and tricks. And I challenge any of you to try to say that five times fast. This class, we're going to be looking at some of the best 
tips and tricks that I can come up with as well as my colleagues that I think can really be helpful for improving your productivity and for improving your effectiveness inside your organization. Uh, my hope is, is that you'll leave today with some ways that you can easily implement into your workflow and into your work life that can be helpful for overall improving your manner and, and methods that you operate with. Now, we're going to be looking at a lot of different stuff today, um, and we're going to be examining some different techniques, some apps, some products, some services, uh, and more um, to across a wide range of applications. Uh, we're going to start with some discussions around 365 with a special look at Word, Excel, and more. I got lots of different tips and tricks inside of here that I think are useful for you to know about and that I will uh, I will share with you. And I'm going to assume a lot of you are probably already using 365 inside of your organizations. Uh, 365, in my opinion, and, and this is shared amongst the K2 instructors, I mean, it is probably the overall best productivity platform out there. And there's so much that we can actually do inside this application, which is really kind of useful for us to uh, to know. And, and kind of leveraging that effective, effectively uh, can be really useful for us kind of gaining those tools. So I'll try to give you some stuff that you can do inside of that. Now, I also want to talk about Teams, okay? We haven't really spent a lot of time talking about Teams lately. But uh, Teams is, is such an incredible application and in so many ways improves our ability to be able to communicate and connect with our colleagues from instant messaging, chatting, video conferencing, real-time collaboration and documents and more. Uh, so we're going to take a pretty good comprehensive look at Teams and some of the things that you can do inside of that application. I'm going to share with you some automation tools for accounts payable. Specifically, we're going to take a look at CorePay, uh, which is a fabulous tool for being able to manage your organization's uh, bill pay process as well as accounts accounts payable process as well as uh, your expense reimbursement process inside your business. Uh, CorePay is just one of those tools that just has so many really compelling features and functions that uh, I'm excited to be able to show this to you. Uh, because I think many of you will recognize how many different ways that you can leverage this product inside of your business to really um, improve not only your ability to be able to uh, pay your bills on time and in the manner that the vendor wants to be paid, but then also just simplification of workflow, promotion of, uh, of internal controls and more. Uh, I'm going to show you a tool called Microsoft Forms. It's a bonehead simple way to be able to collect any type of form from your staff, from your customers, your clients, your vendors, and more. You know, we should all be trying to get feedback from people, uh, and collecting feedback in a meaningful way can be really effective using forms. You can also use it for quizzes and exams, uh, surveys, you name it. We'll talk a little bit about how you can leverage your mobile device, and I'll show you a couple of phone apps that I really like for my iPhone. I've got my iPhone fired up over here, so I'll share with you a couple of products uh, and apps that I use on a regular basis that I think are pretty useful for you that, um, that work out well, uh, including that CorePay. Fingers crossed I'll be able to fire that up and, and show you how that, how that, tool, how that tool works. Uh, I'm going to show you another really cool tool for booking appointments using Calendly. We'll dive into that one a little bit more uh, in depth. I know we've talked about it previously, but uh, Calendly is a great tool for managing your upcoming calendar and more uh, and making your meetings just fly by. Okay. And as much as I possibly can, tips and tricks for all different types of practical applications as, as we kind of go through. Now, this is just our starting off point. I would love 
to know what you are particularly interested in learning about today. So if you've got any special requests, do me a favor, open up that chat box, shoot me a message, let me know. And I'd love to do my best to try to incorporate that in our presentation. And if you have any questions as we're going through this material, please reach out. I'd be more than happy to answer your questions. And I'll even give you my contact information uh, at the end. Now, if you have not attended a class with me, again, my name is Steve Yoss. I am an instructor and presenter with K2. Uh, I've been with K2 for about five, six years now uh, and have had the pleasure of teaching in the great state of Texas multiple times. So it's, I appreciate having the opportunity to be able to come back. Um, and I work both in as an instructor as well as a software developer. So if you have any questions on tech, I'm your guy. Now, the last thing I do want to mention to you is, is something new in the K2 universe. If you haven't heard us talk about this yet, is that K2 has a podcast now. It's called the CPE Today Podcast. Uh, it's put out for free twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific. And you could listen live when we're broadcasting this, or you can uh, subscribe on your mobile device, your iPhone, your Android, wherever you happen to get content, including Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and more. Uh, and if you like this type of content with technology, I mean, get ready because we've got tons of it. We did uh, about 100 episodes last year, and uh, we're going to continue this year. And each week we bring you in-depth analysis, news, reviews, information about Microsoft Excel, new features and functions, and a lot more with it. So uh, if you get a chance, we'd love for you to check it out. All right, folks, let's go ahead and dive into this. Time is awaiting, and let's make sure we get you as much information as we possibly can. All righty. So we're going to start our tour today with talking about 365. And the first thing I want to talk about here is going to be some modifications and things that you can do to improve your access within the applications uh, themselves. Now, 365 is both a series of cloud applications as well as a series of desktop applications. And for most of us, you know, that's one of the major reasons why we might want to consider 365 is because of part of that license uh, fee is also going to include our subscription fee for using the desktop apps themselves. So one of the things you should know is that you can actually customize the application in several different ways to kind of improve your ability to be able to leverage that application. And I can tell you, the more you kind of make it your own, the better it's going to be. And so let's take a look at a couple of things that we could potentially do in this app. Excuse me. Alrighty, so I want you to know about this thing called the Quick Access Toolbar, okay? The Quick Access Toolbar is a toolbar that can either be above or below your actual toolbar, and it contains the things that you use most frequently. Uh, now, the Quick Access Toolbar was introduced in Excel 2007, so it's been there for a long time, but most people just never bother to actually build it out and put the stuff that they actually want to use inside of the tool. Okay, and so really it's a great way for any of the features that you're always kind of having to go through multiple menus to go find, you know, kind of buried somewhere inside the ribbon. Uh, you can essentially map over here to that quick access toolbar and it'll be available in one simple click. Now, how do you go about doing this? Well, all you have to do is come up here to the ribbon itself and anywhere in the ribbon, anywhere in the ribbon, just right click and select the option that says customize the ribbon or choose the option here that says customize the quick access toolbar. Uh, and when you select this particular option, it's going to bring you into Excel options. 
And from this options, this is going to be where you can customize the icons that will appear directly inside of your quick access toolbar. Now, uh, from here, you'll see on the left-hand side a listing of all the popular commands or all commands and broken down also by particular ribbon location uh, that are available inside the application. Now, popular commands, there's maybe 60 to 80 listed. If you switch this option, though, to all commands, holy smokes, you're going to see this list just explode. There's so many different options that are present inside of the application uh, that you can choose to use. And there's some stuff like, I don't know what a Yoko gummy is, but uh, you know, if you needed that, you could select the product, l select the feature that you would like, and then go ahead and click that add button. And it's going to map that to the quick access toolbar. So uh, from here, you can look at specific tabs. So if you're always looking at specific, uh, you know, things in the data tab or in the formulas tab or in the home tab, Likewise, you can go ahead and you can look at specific tool groups here. So stuff around pivot tables, as an example, um, you can add those directly into the quick access toolbar. Now, once sometimes Microsoft will deprecate uh, and deprecate just means basically make obsolete old or legacy features and functions that are no longer widely used inside of Excel. But maybe you fell in love with, like, for example, the pivot table wizard. Uh, which was a tool that was popular in the 90s as people were starting to get familiar with how to create pivot tables. It was a tool that would walk you through how to create it. Well, switch your uh, drop-down menu here to all commands. And from all commands, you're going to come on over here and just sort it. Uh, and you're going to put it into this uh, all commands section. Then you're just going to go search for it. Okay. And ultimately, you hopefully will find it here. There we go, pivot table wizard. We'll go ahead and add that, and that is now in our quick access toolbar. Now, a question I usually get asked, hey, Steve, there are several hundred features inside of here. Can I search? You know what the answer is? No, you can't. You can't do it. You can't filter. You can't sort. You can't do anything. It's got this big old list, and then Microsoft, in their infinite wisdom, said, you know what? People will really enjoy going through all of these features. They'll really feel like they're getting value for their application. So unfortunately, no, but this is how you go and you find it. So maybe you want to get the recommended pivot tables. We'll throw that option in here as well. Uh, there's lots of stuff that you won't find. There's mail merge stuff in here. There's no icons for those uh, overall. And you can add those particular icons to this. Uh, now, once we're happy here, we can go ahead and hit OK. And in doing so, we'll see it will pop up now to our quick access toolbar we'll see that that pivot table and pivot chart wizard is listed and i can get back to my favorite tool that i once used uh 20 years ago okay now some other things you can do with the quick access toolbar that are useful if you click this little arrow guy right here and you click that little guy you could choose to put it somewhere else so you could put it above the ribbon if you'd like if you put it above the ribbon it has less space so it'll typically just be the icons themselves uh, those will just be listed now, there's other stuff that you can do with the Quick Access Toolbar, too, that are useful for you to know. Um, if you design the most cool Quick Access Toolbar and your friend Steve says, hey, man, that's really awesome. Can you send that to me? Uh, you can import and export your menu options out and you can send them to other people. So if you find a really good way of doing something, that's something that you can choose to share with other people as well. Okay, so uh, and the other thing I want to mention with respect to this is that you can also create macros so if we come up here to this drop down menu and we select instead of popular commands choose macros what this will allow us to do is create our own custom macros 
that we can then save as part of our default personal macro workbook. And then we'll have access to those macros by just the push of a button inside the application. So if you're writing your own macros, maybe you're creating user-defined functions, writing your own VBA scripts, uh, this is a great way of being able to um, access this, okay? Now, another thing I want you to know with respect to how you handle this, is, these quick access toolbars, is that you can also map out custom keyboard shortcuts, okay? So when you create something and you put it inside of uh, the quick access toolbar, you can then access them by using uh, the control or the using the shortcut alt and then the number sign, okay, of whatever it's supposed to be. So as an example here, I've hit the alt button and you'll notice this popped up and our pivot chart wizard here, let's go ahead and move this back down to the bottom and let's do that again. Okay, notice that pivot chart wizard has a one next to it. Well, I can now access that keyboard shortcut by hitting Alt-1 and it'll just pop up for me, okay? So that's a great way. And that, that feature in function is universal across all of uh, the Office applications. Let me show you where I personally use the heck out of that particular uh, feature. You know, I, I write courses, you know, and I, I write constantly and the tool that myself and all the other K2 instructors are using constantly is PowerPoint to put together our presentations here. And often when you're working inside of PowerPoint, you need to be copying and pasting and you're aligning things together uh, to get stuff, um, to get stuff, uh, to get stuff uh, lined up properly. Okay. And um, one of the things that can be really, really difficult is getting stuff to line up correctly or getting stuff to lay out correctly inside the application, you know? So, uh, one of the things that's really kind of nice, let me just go grab, let me clear this guy out real quick. And let's just grab uh, a couple of images. So let's uh, maybe come over here to Google and uh, let's just copy and paste a couple of things inside of Google from here. Let's go ahead and put in a Texas flag and, and maybe a, a, a beautiful picture of Texas as well. Okay. And let's make this guy a little bit smaller. And one of the things I'm constantly trying to do inside of Excel is I'm trying to get these things to line up correctly so that they're properly oriented to each other. And where the quick access toolbar can be really effective is that there's a feature in here where you can have two images next to each other. And let's say I want to horizontally or vertically align them. Well, in order to be able to do this using the normal um, functionality, I would have to select these two images, I come over here to format, and then I come on over here to align, and then I can choose, for example, to go ahead and align the middle. And what it does is it, it aligns them vertically to each other, okay? Well, there's no shortcut for that, you know, inside of the menu, and you have to click two or three th things to make that work out well, you know? So what I do inside of my normal version of Excel is what I will use that quick access toolbar for is that I will put all the alignment options I will put all of the alignment options inside of that quick access toolbar so I'm just going to pick the one here just so you can see it as an example we'll choose that align middle and we'll come over here to all commands and we're going to go ahead and search again in their infinite wisdom they didn't put a filter option up top 
Okay, and then we can see here we've got this align, and here are all our different ways of being able to align things. And so in my normal computer, you'll see literally every one of these in the quick access toolbar. And so we're going to go ahead and choose align middle. There we go. We'll choose this option here, and then we'll also choose align top just so we have another option. Oh, dang it. Let's do that one more time. Quick access toolbar, uh, commands, and let's go grab our line and let's grab, let's grab a line top and we'll grab our line bottom. Okay. And so now with those options listed here, I can basically quickly and easily be able to select those and then boom, it'll just snap them together. I don't have to go through those other menu options or instead maybe, uh, uh, you know, it makes it easy. Okay. Now, what's also kind of cool about this using and, and mapping these functions in here, you'll notice if I hit Alt 2 here, I could just do this through a shortcut and it'll just map those things together. You know, it'll just put them right, right together for me. There we go. All right. And uh, another thing that we could do that what's also kind of cool, and this is, is this is going to string together something I talked about, uh, I'll talk about a little bit later on, is we can also map this into the Stream Deck as well. So the Stream Deck, for those of you who maybe uh, didn't attend or, or haven't seen this before, this is an external uh, keyboard for all intents and purposes where every, it's got 35 keys on it, every key represents a graphic and it'll do something on your computer. And what's nice about this is that you can do literally anything inside of your machine, and it's push button automation. So I have a profile here for PowerPoint, and all of my icons, like my alignment icons that are normally kind of buried inside of Excel, or inside of PowerPoint or Excel for that matter, I could just basically have this up and running, and instead of even having to use keyboard shortcuts using that Stream Deck, one click, I can go ahead and I can align things or, or move things around. And in fact, the same thing applies over here to Excel. Uh, I've got a whole series of Excel shortcuts, all the stuff I normally am doing inside of Excel, like you know, adjusting borders, transposing data, hiding columns, selecting columns. These ultimately, they're all, look, if you look at this, they're all keyboard shortcuts, you know, control page down. Um, or, you know, control page up, select shift, so on and so forth. But instead of having to remember them off the top of my head, I got this little guy right here, and I could see all those icons. I could just hit the button for the thing I want to do. I can't tell you how much I love this and how easy it makes uh, that kind of automation. So don't be afraid to use that quick access toolbar to map the commands that you use most often. It'll be a lifesaver as it relates to uh, your day-to-day -day productivity, and it's something that I pretty much use all day, uh, every day. All righty. So let's keep moving along here. And inside, let's go take a look at our next feature or function. So the next feature and function we're going to take a look at here are going to be comparing files within Excel, Word, and Adobe Acrobat. Uh, comparing stuff inside of applications is, can be a very tedious thing if you don't know how, how to do it automatically. Uh, you know, like imagine you got like a 20 page agreement or contract or something like that and just, you know, kind of having to compare, you know, what's different uh, between version A and version V. 
this can happen two different ways. Let's say you're working on an Excel file and you send it to a colleague for their review and edit, and you were not using the real-time sharing capabilities of 365, which you should be using 100%. Uh, and you want to be able to share those files with somebody else and then ultimately be able to tell the difference uh, between the file that you sent and the file that you received. Well, we can do that in all of these applications if you know how to do it. So I've got a couple sample files here. And let's go ahead and take a look at this. And so we've got uh, a, a PDF, which we'll take a look at in a moment. And then we also have an Excel file as well. Now, let's go ahead and open up this Excel file so you can kind of get a sense of what this looks like. All righty. So over here, I've got a big old project planning document, and I've sent this out to somebody, maybe a contractor, and you know, maybe part of an appendix to an agreement we're going to sign about what we're going to work on together. And I just want to make sure that the file I sent is the file I'm getting back, that there was no hanky-panky or funny business snuck in. Um, I've actually had that happen to me. I had a client who was getting some stuff manufactured overseas. We put together a big old agreement. There were appendixes to this document on delivery schedules and costs and stuff like this. And we sent it to them for their review and signature. They sent it back. And I, you know, I told my client, Hey, you know, before you sign this, let's just double check, make sure everything's the same, you know, that they didn't, you know, for example, come over to this cell right here and, uh, and change, you know, what something's going to cost from 30000 to 35000 or something else like that. And so what you can do is you can compare these files. Uh, so if you're trying to merge changes back or you just want to understand how a document has changed or if you're like me, you're in an agreement, you want to make sure that what you're reviewing is the correct document. Okay, all you have to do is use the compare function. Okay, now the compare function for Excel as well as uh, Word is built into... Uh, what's called the Pro Plus version of Office, okay? Now, there are two versions of Office, the uh, the uh, standard version of Office and then this more advanced version, which is called the Pro Plus. Now, the Pro Plus version has a, a couple of extra features and functions, although I will point out, if you don't have these extra features and functions, I wouldn't go out and buy it. I mean, they're, in my mind, not really as worth it. Uh, and a lot of these features and functions are being deprecated by better methods in the future. But if you want to compare a file right now inside of Excel, this is how you do it. You have the Pro Plus version of Excel. How do you know if you have the Pro Plus version of Excel? Come on over here to the Home tab and select File. And from File, drop down here to Account. And inside of Account, look under where it says Product Information. And if it says 365 for Enterprise or if it says Pro Plus, you've got the, the advanced version of Excel. Okay. Now, if you don't see the Inquire toolbar, click back over here to Options. And from Options, select Customize Ribbon. And you might need to turn it on by just giving that a little click. Now, once that's turned on, you're going to have access to a whole new ribbon of options inside of Excel. Okay, just to give you a quick tour, there's a tool in here called Workbook Analysis, which will analyze a workbook. It'll tell you everything about this workbook, all the formulas, where the errors are, hidden sheets, uh, visual basic code, and more. There's a tool in here for diagramming the relationship between different parts of the document. So if you want to understand this relationship of something, you know, like for example, I want to understand how this uh, relationship of this worksheet relates to other worksheets and, and what's referencing what, uh, what's kind of cool about this is that it will generate this kind of like uh, useful diagram and it will show you how everything kind of comes together. 
Uh, you can also do it at the cellular level, which is pretty useful too. If you're like, hey man, I don't really know how like this cell, what's being used. It could trace uh, precedent shells and descendant uh, cells and show you like, okay, cell E20 here. Well, this is where it's being referenced by other places. And you can even expand it and go one level deep. But it'll give you a deeper, will give you a sense of like how a document is, is pulled together. Um, one more formula or one more thing I'll point out here. This is a pet peeve of mine. Uh, I don't know if any of you have ever seen this in an Excel workbook, but people will take whole columns of data or whole rows of data. I hate when they do this. They'll style the whole thing, right? You know, so like I've, I've styled this whole column here. Or, and they'll do this to create visual separation in their reports. But what they don't realize, when you, when you uh, provide a background color to a whole column like this, it actually makes a workbook bigger. Because even though there's no data down here, so has to remember that in cell uh, E or H or F, whatever, you know, that it's yellow or it's brown or it's something else like that, you know. And if you go keep scrolling, you'll see it's there forever. I've had clients that have used so much style like this. They've taken what should have been like a 300K workbook and it's been like 50 megabytes. You know, they can really compound the size of your workbook. Well, another cool thing in the Inquire toolbar, if you click this uh, option that says clean excess formatting, Check this out. I'm going to scroll down here a little bit. It will remove all formatting outside of where your data is. So it knows that, for example, 41 is the last row here. Check this out. Okay. Oops, sorry, wrong one. Boom. Okay. And you'll notice now that that formatting is gone. So it's a great way of cleaning up your workbooks too. Now we're going to draw our attention over here to, in the Acquire Toolbar, this Compare option. And from this compare option, we're going to go ahead and we're going to have the ability to be able to compare this document to other documents. So uh, I've got our version one up here. Let me just go ahead and close our other workbook because let's make it a little bit easier to understand. So I'm just going to close a few things here. And we'll open up version two. All right, so we got version one, we've got version two of these particular documents, and let's compare them next to each other. So we'll choose the Inquire toolbar. From the Inquire toolbar, we're gonna go ahead and choose the Compare option. And we're gonna compare version one to version two. And what this is gonna do, it's gonna open up a separate window, and we're gonna be able to see these things side by side with each other. and. Uh, to get yourself acquainted, you've got version one on the left, you've got version two on the right, and we've got a nice little chart down here. Let me move my camera. Uh, that'll show us the number of differences between this. So we can see it's calculating it based off of expected values, calculated values, structural changes to the workbook, uh, cell formatting, and more. And when something is different, like for example here, cell E12 uh, is 30,000 on one, and it's 35,000 on the other, over here, it's 85,001 and in 90,000 on the other. We could see like where Steve hard coded a change versus, well, that changed because it's a reference formula and it's looking up to other aspects of the uh, of the workbook. So it uh, it will track those different changes for it. And we can, uh, for example, pull those changes out, export the results, and then manually reconcile it. Now, over here, we can also see in the middle of this. Uh, a listing of the different sheets and then every possible value, you know, and we can double click it and it'll take us directly to where that value is. And 
uh, hopefully it'll give you the insight you need to be able to reconcile those changes in that particular workbook. So that's how you could reconcile changes inside of Excel. Um, you can also do other things inside of, of Office 2, which are useful to know. Let me just go ahead and close our Excel files here. We can also do the same thing inside of Word, too. So we could have a Word file open. So here's our book. So let me just add one thing here. Presented by Steve Yoss, and we'll save it. And we can also be able to uh, compare documents. So if we come over here to the Review tab inside of Excel, and over here under the Review tab, you'll notice there's an option here that says Compare. Okay, and so if we select this particular option, we can go ahead and compare two versions of a document. Okay, or we can combine two versions. So if we want to, you know, kind of pull things into one document, we can go ahead and do so. Let's compare. So we'll select this option, and what we're going to do here is we're going to choose our open file. Okay, here's this, and then we're going to point it to another file. And we'll click open. And then we're going to go ahead and click OK. And just like with uh, Excel, it's going to bring us into a new view. And we can actually compare these documents side by side with each other. And so the only change difference here, one says presented by Steve, the other one does not. Uh, but if we had additional revisions, we could see those revisions inside of this document and uh, hopefully be able to make some sense of you know why things are the way they are. Now, in doing so, we could choose to keep certain changes. We could choose to get rid of certain changes. It's just really kind of us to determine, you know, what we might want to, uh, what we might want to keep or not keep. So you can do this inside of Word. You can do this inside of Excel. Uh, those are probably two of the more common ways. But one last method, in the interest of being complete, you can do this also with respect to PDF documents too. So we've got a folder of PDFs here and let's go ahead and open up A and let's go ahead and open up B okay and you got two documents here and you're thumbing back and forth and you're like man they look so similar uh, how do I know which one is which how do I know which one is the, uh, the correct one or what are the differences between the two well good news you can compare them inside of Acrobat come on over here to the tools menu and from the tools menu you'll see under share and review and I'll point out this is for the full version of Acrobat. You'll see this option that says compare files. And uh, we just have them both open here at the moment. We can compare structural. We can compare them visually. We can compare them just by text. It's up to you. So we'll hit this compare. It's going to run through an analytics engine. It's going to compare them very deeply. And in this case, we could see that there are some changes. And so there are a total of 13 different changes. There's some revisions, some insertions, and some deletions. And if we kind of go through here, it will pull out some of those differences between those different files. And we'll see here that there were some replacement changes. Uh, we'll notice, for example, let's zoom in here. Text was replaced. The original said 301. The replacement said 401. We can also see that the font changed between them. Um, but uh, if you're like me and you're you're probably going through 
a lot of uh, documents at a time, uh, being able to compare these two things side by side are, are really, really helpful and uh, really efficient in terms of being able to understand the differences between those two documents. All right, folks, let's keep going and let's talk about our next feature. So the next thing I want you to know about is going to be searching within Office 365. You can do some pretty cool searching inside of here uh, to find the different documents and files and resources and things that you want. Uh, and in fact, Microsoft has made searching available pretty much all throughout the 365 ecosystem through one unified search uh, tool. And uh, you could search inside of Outlook, you could search inside of Word, you can search inside of OneDrive, the Office portal page, and more. And in fact, there's some really kind of cool stuff that you should be familiar with with respect to how you do it. Uh, Microsoft uh, has made this very easy. They've made it very effective to be able to find specific files. You could search for non-file stuff. So for example, you could search for people inside your organization. And if your company administrator so allows, you can even add external content as well. Uh, so you can even have, um, it's called a graph connector. You can even connect this up to other databases and search within there as well. So let me go ahead and show you a couple of examples of where and how you might use this tool. And where I personally find myself using it is mostly within Office and mostly within Windows. All right, so I'm here in my Office portal, just basically office.com. I'm signed into my account. And you'll notice right up smack dab in the middle, you got your search box. And that search box is your gateway to be able to find stuff inside of your business. And this search box is going to be available here. It's also going to be available in many of the other tools that you use. Uh, so you'll see here in, inside of Outlook, it's present. And sometimes when you're inside of these applications, you also get the opportunity to choose in other places. So instead of just this mailbox, I could choose to search all throughout Outlook. Uh, if I was in PowerPoint, same thing. I can come over here and I could search. And uh, it will recommend based off of the application that you're in, you know, hey, are you looking for people? You're looking for files? You're looking for actions? You name it. And really, all you just have to remember is what the heck you're looking for. So let's just say, for example, I'm looking for logos. Let's say K2 logo as an example here. And if it doesn't find it right away, I can click this show more results. And this will search across our entire SharePoint the person's OneDrive account, all the different applications, and ultimately find what the heck you're looking for. You know, So here it's gonna take me directly to my SharePoint site, and lo and behold, I'm able to find what the heck I'm looking for, uh, which is fantastic. I can't say that works 100% uh, of the time, but it works most of the time. Now you can do the same thing if you're inside of Explore. So I'm inside of Explore, and if I come over here to Devmatics, I can search inside of Explorer, same thing, I can type in the word logo, and it will search across that SharePoint site that is mapped over to my computer and show me all the different logos that are possible on this, uh, that I, I have direct access to. Now we can also search for people and other organizational things, so let's just say I'm searching for my director of marketing, Alicia. So I could see here that uh, as I start to type out names, it will pop up and if I click her, uh, it's gonna bring up her contact card. And so it'll give me some a little bit of information about her, her name, her email, her job title, 
if you have mapped out the organization inside your business, which I would strongly encourage you to do so, it'll show you this person in context of the management structure. So we could see, for example, who she reports to. And to be fair, I, at times I think I'd probably report to her more. But uh, we could see who she reports to. She could also see her direct colleagues, who her direct reports are, and more. Uh, and through here, we could see her other contact information, her birthday. We could see where she went to school. Uh, again, here's that kind of like uh, structure. We can see the files that she's participated on and who she has and what files she has access to. Uh, we can see any f emails between us. Now, granted, I'm on a demo account here, so you're not going to see anything. But if you were to go to my normal account, it'd just be full. And we can also see her LinkedIn as well. And in one click, we can go ahead and bring up her LinkedIn profile here and see exactly everything about her. So they've really done a good job of improving the search inside of uh, inside of here. Um, you know, and you could find files, you can find folders, you can find uh, deliverables, uh, you could find other stuff too. Like you could find lists. So if we try marketing schedule, I think that hopefully should pop up. Okay, it's going to be somewhere in here, but we would see and we can even distinguish by particular file type uh, to go find something. But if you're looking for something in your account, and you're like, hey, I know it's there. I can't find it. Well, uh, this would be where you could go ahead and search for it. And you'll probably have better luck here than you did even just a, a couple of uh, a couple of years ago. It's gotten much better over uh, over the time. All righty. So those are some stuff within 365 features that you're probably already using uh, straight away. I've got some other 365 features, uh, specifically collaboration inside of uh, 365, but I'm going to save those until we have our discussion on Teams. The next product I want to talk about is going to be Microsoft Forms. Now, Microsoft Forms is a a plugin, not a plugin, it's a program app service provided by Microsoft with its sole intention of being able to collect um, information from people. So uh, you could use it to do quizzes, you could use it to do evaluations, surveys, and more. Um, you could use it to collect, hey, you know, when should we have our office Christmas party to, uh, you know, what's everybody listening to on the radio right now to whatever. You know, you could send out, for example, evaluation forms and feedback after client meetings so that, uh, you know, if you wanted to find out what your clients, if they had a good experience, bad experience, something like that. Well, there's no better way than just asking. And a form could be really effective for uh, for that. There are, I mean, there are so many tools part of your 365 account. I mean, most people just use the standard Outlook, Exchange, uh, Word, Excel, PowerPoint. But it's incredible all the different tools and features that uh, most people just overlook. Let's go take a look at Microsoft Form. All right. So we're in our office portal. And if we click over here to these little three dots, those little three dots always, well, in this case, nine dots, always means a menu or some sort of additional setting. And if you click this, you'll see your apps. And if you click down here to all apps, you'll see all the different apps that are part of your 365 account. And if you click down to the bottom, explore all apps, you can explore, you can explore them all. 
Now, there are lots of different products and services that are part of 365 from your calendar to OneDrive to Power BI to uh, whiteboarding capability, Visio for drawing diagrams. Um, don't hesitate to really kind of just get in here and check it out. I mean, there's so many cool products and services that you can explore. You know, there's Power BI for reporting. There is Delve for personal insights about how you work. Project for project planning and to do as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really compelling, you know. And so we're going to click over here to forms, which is going to give us the ability to be able to create a document and then be able to share it out to other people. So from here, we can go ahead and click new form. And we're just going to go ahead and let's just call this one um, summer Debmatics Lake Party. Now, I live up in Big Bear Lake, California, about two hours outside of Los Angeles. We live on a big, beautiful alpine lake. We like to have people up all the time, and the office should come over at some point for a party. So let's go ahead and uh, maybe do a quick survey here. And uh, let's just go ahead and first uh, ask for a date. So what weekend should we have the office summer lake party okay now we could uh choose different types of questions to ask we can ask for open-ended questions we can ask for date questions like i've selected here uh it could be a multiple choice i can also indicate whether or not a response is required in order to be able to submit it okay i can add a subtitle i can also add branching so if i wanted to go down a specific branch and be able to ask conditional questions based off of that response we can uh, we could also add a picture if we wanted to. So uh, let's just go ahead and do a quick search here, and let's do lake. Alrighty, so we're just going to go ahead and add that here, and let's add one more. Well, let's see. Try that again. Alrighty, let's try that again. And oh, it might you know it might be too big. Let's try a smaller one. Let's see if that picks. Well, oh well. Forgive me. All right, and let's go ahead and ask uh, another question here. And let's ask, uh, um, what type of uh, food should we serve at the? Uh, what would you like to bring to the potluck? Okay. All right. Once we're happy with this, we can preview this. And it'll give you an example of what it'll look like, both on the desktop as well as mobile. And once we're happy with this, we can go ahead and we can share this. So I'm going to go ahead and share this over here. Uh, I'm going to copy this URL, and I'm going to go ahead and paste this. Let me shorten it as well. And maybe uh, John from the Society can paste this into the chat here. Let's see if we can get some responses when you all might like to come over to my house for a barbecue. Okay, now we can also collaborate with this. We can save it as a template. Uh, we can go ahead and, and post this to Teams. So uh, maybe we're going to come over here to Teams and share this into a specific chat. Give this a second to load up. Okay, and maybe we can get some feedback from our colleagues on when they would like to attend a, a form. Okay. Now, as these responses start to come in, 
we can click over here to our responses section and we can start to see if people are responding. Okay, so, uh, you know, as time pops up, uh, you can look at this, you know, occasionally you can even export the data directly out of Excel, which is pretty nifty. Um, so I'm going to say about, let's do July 15th and I'm going to bring the baked beans. All right. So we got our first response. We got a couple of response popped up here. Uh, so look, we can see we got a couple of things to 15th and the 17th are our two. We've got uh, some responses in terms of what people would like to bring. Uh, we can even see the names of the people who have responded here uh, as those responses come in. Okay. Now, if we wanted to, we could also click this open to Excel and it will give us an output of that survey that we can then modify inside of Excel if we so desire. So, pretty cool. And so I use forms for, let's call it uh, ad hoc feedback from people, evaluations from people. Uh, looks like we got a few more folks. Let's see. I'm curious who else. Oh, Alana responded as well. Cool. So it uh, looks like that weekend of the 15th, if you're all in Southern California anytime soon, come on up. It sounds like we're going to have a party. So pretty cool. Um, and so anytime you need to collect feedback from folks, you can go ahead and do so uh, here as well. And looks like Alana even sent us a note here in Teams, which is nice of her. All righty. Now, speaking of Teams, let's go ahead and go into our next section here and talk about Microsoft Teams and why you should consider using this for your organization. Thank you so much for attending our presentation and podcast for today. As a reminder, you can check out cpetoday.com for all your continuing education needs. We have courses on every topic you can think of from accounting to audit to ethics and regulation and more. Everything you need to know to stay relevant, current, and up-to-date with the profession. Again, check out cpetoday.com. If you're a new watcher or listener to the CPE Today podcast, again, we offer you a free course and a free credit for you to try our services. Pick the podcast of your choosing and use coupon code ONEFREEPODCAST at checkout to make that purchase free. If you enjoyed our presentation, please consider connecting with us on social media and let us know what you think. You can find us just about everywhere at CPE Today, uh, whether you're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more. And please consider subscribing to us wherever you happen to receive your content. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and others. We'd love for you to leave a review and let us know what you think. It helps new listeners and watchers find our course and content. Thank you so much for your time and attention. Thank you for being in the office, and we look forward to seeing you back here soon. Take care.